Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Welcome back, folks. In this episode, we're talking about how inflammation is at the root of almost every chronic health condition and how you can reduce the symptoms of inflammation problems through proper food and nutrition. So we're going to continue our eating for health theme this month. And today we are highlighting, of course, inflammation. But first, let's get to the happy haps because we got an exciting one to share. Yes, we ended up going to the Masters. Yes, yeah, so we were at the Masters. Practice round. We went to the practice round for the Masters, and this was not our first time there. We've been there a few times before, and this one was a little bit more special, though. Yeah, we had a VIP experience. We had access to the <laughs> VIP. We are very fortunate because we have a very close friend that works in the sports industry, and he was able to hook us up with some passes. So we went down and enjoyed a wonderful, sunny, beautiful day in Augusta, Georgia. It was gorgeous. What was it, like 81 degrees? It was 80 80 degrees. Sunny. And just straight sunshine, not a cloud in the sky. Just a slight breeze. I mean, it it was amazing. Um, So the weather was perfect. The experience was perfect. The VIP area, uh, Berkman's Place, was amazing. They had, like, what, five different restaurants and replica putting greens with actual master's caddies. And it was just, it was was an amazing experience. And we're probably getting revoked for life by even mentioning what goes on behind the closed doors. I didn't even think about that. Never mind. <laughs> None of that took place. It happened, folks. We spent the week in our house. <laughs> Wait, we were watching the Masters. That's right. Yeah, we were just on the course. Um, but it is wonderful, um, especially if you didn't have to pay the huge fee to get into that VIP. Yeah, but we will say I'm going to out them on something. Out of the five restaurants that were there, breakfast wasn't a problem. Breakfast was okay. But lunch and dinner, I I pretty much ate French fries. <laughs> Not vegan friendly. <laughs> it really wasn't. Um, any of the restaurants, they really didn't have any any decent options. Well, they had a black bean burger at one restaurant, but you said it wasn't that great. I, I had the black bean burger. It was, as far as black bean burgers go, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't yeah. great, but it was an option, so I took it. Yeah, but we had fun. But we had a blast. Yeah, and it was the first time we actually have actually gone somewhere and done something since the pandemic began. So, and Matt is fully vaccinated. I have my first shot, so. And they made us test negative for COVID before entering. We did the the PCR test. We had to do a PCR test. Three days prior. And then a... What's it called? A flash? Not the a rapid, flash. A rapid test, test within the previous 24 hours of walking in. Yeah. So it was very weird walking around with a bunch of people. And it wasn't a bunch of people. I mean, it was. No, a, but, but it was so refreshing knowing that everyone else was, was negative. negative. And like I said, the crowd wasn't huge. But considering it's just been Jenny and myself for a year now, anything over 
three or four people seems like a lot, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little overwhelming. And but we, yeah, we had a great time. It was thankful, and we're excited to be able to tell you that. All right, so we get into how our monthly challenge is going now. Of course, the monthly theme is eating for health. Today, we're focusing on inflammation, but we gave you some other ideas that you could do this month. And as a reminder, our personal initiatives this month are for me to focus on inflammation. And Maddie's initiative was to stretch. Why were you stretching? Yes. (laughs) I forget why you're stretching. (laughs) Yes, mine was just to stretch. Um, So I'm stretching twice a day. I'm stretching when I wake up in the morning and before I go to bed just to help myself feel better and not be so old boned when I get out of bed kind of a deal and and just like get back to normalcy here. Yeah. And as far as my initiative, I've started consuming turmeric daily either in a tofu scramble or I add it to a green smoothie. I also have avoided nightshade veggies for the past week. And I've added ginger, or I haven't added ginger to my diet yet, simply because I didn't get to the store to do it. So it's pure laziness. And I will plan on doing it this coming week. Uh, Not feeling any results yet, but that's to be expected. It's only been a week of consistent action on this, so we will see what happens. I already have done this before, and I know it's going to have a positive effect, but that's kind of where I am right now and what I'm doing for it. And my stretching, back to that, um, it's gone pretty good. There's a couple mornings where I get out of bed and I have forgotten, and then I'm already down in the kitchen and I realize it, so I do it at that point. But I've done it every night before bed. And I'm feeling pretty good. It's, I'm hoping this turns into a routine for me. Yeah, it would be great if it did. And yeah, so that's where we stand right now. So we're trucking along. And again, you know, we are all human. <laughs> like We try our best. So, you know, any progress, any positive progress is going to provide positive results so uh just keep at it if you miss it if you stretching is your your initiative this month uh we know we have a few people that that did include that as their initiative as well and you know if you miss a morning don't even worry about it just do it the next morning just make sure do your best uh to get it done but you know don't don't stress out about it All right, are we ready to get into inflammation? I am ready for inflammation. Okay, so it surprises me. The the only reason why I know so much about inflammation and how it affects the body is because of the knee injury I sustained. And by focusing on eating as a method of relieving some of the effects of inflammation in the body, I've personally experienced the benefits of it. And that's kind of the reason why I I feel like this is a really good topic for this month. Because, again, like we said before, it is the root of almost every chronic health condition. So that's what we're focusing on. Now, inflammation is a normal response of the body to protect tissues from infection or injury. So it's it's not all bad, but 
if it persists long term, it could lead to major health issues. And that's what we call chronic inflammation is when it persists long term. But before we get into how one can help relieve inflammation by eating healthy, let us first understand the basics of inflammation, how it affects the body, and some relevant details on top of that. So you may know better about the condition and then we'll cover the most important part, how eating healthy can help you fight inflammation. All right. So what is chronic inflammation and how does it affect your body? All right. So inflammation is a response of our body against those entities that are harming it and stopping it from working properly. This can occur due to certain injury, toxins, infections, even heat exposure can have it flare up. Now, once your cells are damaged, the body will start releasing a chemical that can trigger a certain response from the immune system. The condition of chronic inflammation will take place as soon as the response lingers by leaving your body system in sort of a constant state of alert. With time, inflammation will show some negative results on the body system, organs, and tissues. Chronic inflammation is also responsible for causing various health problems such as asthma and cancer. A few other diseases which are associated with chronic inflammation are heart disease, arthritis, and type 2 diabetes. Also, obesity. Yes, and the difference between chronic and acute inflammation is that inflammation takes place as soon as a physical factor starts to trigger the immune reaction. So in simpler words, inflammation is not an infection, but an infection can cause inflammation. Inflammation is divided into two main types. Like we said, there's acute and there's chronic. So acute inflammation takes place due to infection, injury, exposure to dust, or even insect bites. And as soon as the body detects any damage or pathogens, the immune system will trigger various reactions, including that's when we see swelling and redness. Yeah, a few infections which can lead to acute inflammation are, and I know these very well because I get them, are ingrown toenails and a sore throat, such as like if you got the flu or a cold, can also lead to inflammation. Also, any wound or physical trauma can lead to inflammation. Yeah, I think you had all three of them at one point. Well, you have an ingrown toenail now, right? <laughs> it's on the verge. It's not. It's not there yet. Not I, I feel. There. I feel it. Um, fortunately, I suffered from these a lot growing up as a kid, and I've kind of learned to identify them sooner rather than later. And I can usually fight them off at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was a kid, I had to have a couple surgeries because of them. They were so bad. Um, I get them a lot on my fingernails, too, and I have one right now on my fingernail I've been dealing with, um, but it does seem to finally show signs of getting better. And, of course, we've all experienced a sore throat, and you have had many wounds and physical traumas over the years. That is true. I guess Um, I have now if I count my knee, but... (laughs) You might not know this, but I am a ninja. No, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey player, so he's had split lips, his teeth knocked out, you name it. Not a ninja, a hockey player. All right, so that is acute inflammation. Now let's move on to chronic inflammation, which is what we're talking about. Chronic inflammation can take place in a body by exposure to an irritant like any chemical, for example. 
If a person does not recover completely from acute inflammation, it can lead to some chronic inflammation, which can lead to certain diseases and health conditions. If your body is suffering from chronic inflammation, with time, it starts damaging tissues, healthy body cells, and hinders organ function. This can also lead to the damage of DNA and internal scarring. There's a whole mess of things that can happen with chronic inflammation. It's also associated with the development of various diseases, and this includes the following. Crohn's diabetes, lupus, psoriasis, heart disease, arthritis, cancer, and asthma, to name a few. Yeah, and that's a pretty good list right there. And I'm sure that we're not in the minority, but I know people who have all these diseases. Like, not one person has all of them, but I know someone with each one of these. Yes, and several things are responsible for causing chronic inflammation, and this includes If acute inflammation is not treated on time, including if you have an injury or an infection. If you have an autoimmune disorder in which your immune system starts attacking the healthy body tissues. And then also long-term exposure to irritants, including like polluted air or industrial chemicals. We would like to also mention that chronic inflammation is not common to everyone. It is quite rare in some cases and actual causes of chronic inflammation are not clear enough. According to experts, some other factors which can contribute to chronic inflammation are alcohol, smoking, high stress levels, obesity, unhealthy diet, and periodontitis, which is a gum infection. Yeah, and I think that last one is one that a lot of people just don't realize how important dental care is to your overall health. It is. And it's one of these things that, unfortunately, a lot of people let go because dental care can be extremely expensive. expensive and Even with insurance. And we yeah. live here in the United States, and I'm not 100% sure how every other country handles it, but it's expensive here even though we have insurance. Um, so a lot of people let it go, and a lot of people just don't have the insurance, and they just deal with it. But... It's crucial to your overall health. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So now that we know what inflammation is, the different types, how do we fight inflammation with diet and nutrition? What can you eat? Now, inflammation plays a vital role where it helps the body to fight against any injury or infection. But at the same time, it leads to chronic inflammation. Then your health is at greater risk. Eating Inflammation-causing foods can increase the risk even more, so it is always recommended to look for food items that can fight against inflammation. We're going to discuss the foods that cause inflammation and foods to eat to fight inflammation, both in this section. So foods that cause inflammation. Number one. This is a big one, in my opinion, just added sugars. Added sugar is the main ingredient that can cause chronic inflammation. At an average level, an American consumes almost 17 teaspoons of added sugar on the daily basis. Every day, it's crazy. Crazy. So to fight against inflammation, you should cut down this quantity to almost six teaspoons. Which is still, I think, excessive. Which is what the experts are saying. That's what they're saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an expert, but <laughs> follow that. And a few examples of added sugars are crackers, bread, salad dressings, and so on. They all have added sugars. So a lot of people don't even realize they're taking it in. Yeah, definitely read your labels and try to really evaluate where your sugar is coming from, how much you're you're taking in a day. 
Uh, number two, trans fats. So the majority of food manufacturers are creating trans fats through a hydrogenation process. Adding hydrogen to the fat will change the consistency, texture, and shelf life. That's why they do it. On a daily basis, you should aim to consume almost not more than one gram of trans fat to protect yourself from inflammation. A few examples that this applies to would be crackers, pastries, cookies. Just avoid intake of these products or just limit it. And then we have red and processed meats. Now, both red and processed types of meats are high in the source of saturated fat, which can cause inflammation. And a few examples are you know, salami, bacon, meat jerky, sausages, and hot dogs, to name a few. Yeah, so you definitely want to try to avoid those type of foods. Okay, now that we know what foods you should avoid, we're going to focus on plant-based foods that actually fight inflammation. And we have a rundown list of nutrition food items to manage chronic inflammation. Let's dive in. So number one, we have berries. Berries are rich in vitamins, fiber, and minerals. Berries include different types, such as strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries, to name a few. So that fruit salad we enjoyed at the Masters for breakfast was wonderful. Yes. It was loaded with different types of berries. Oh, my God. That was like the best fruit salad it was ever. beautiful. So good. And all the fruit was fresh and flavorful and just like, it was amazing. Loved it. And berries are also rich in antioxidants that have anti-inflammatory effects, which will help your body to fight against inflammation. Another good one is one of my favorites, and that is broccoli. Yeah, we talk about broccoli a lot. We on this love podcast. it. It's a regular in our diet. It's <laughs> it extremely really rich in nutrient values. It belongs to the family of the cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and as well as kale. It has been medically researched and proven that eating broccoli daily will reduce the risk of inflammation, cancer, and heart disease, which is great to know because we pretty much do eat it daily. We do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And another one on the list, which is another one of my absolute favorites, is Avocado. the avocado. Mm -hmm. Now, this is an amazing superfood that is worth adding to your diet plan if you want to control your levels of high inflammation. It is rich in sources of fiber, potassium, as well as heart-healthy monounsaturated fats. And that basically just seems like a lot of jargon for me saying, I love avocados. Nature's butter. Love them. That's what they call it, nature's butter. And that's, that's truly what it is. We love avocados. All right, next up we have beets. Now, beets are not something I'm big on. I can take them every now and again. But for the most part, they are not my favorite, but I know they are yours. I love beets. I love beets. And this is just a really good example of you don't have to include all of these items in your diet if you're trying to reduce inflammation in your body. You know, if you don't like something, you can certainly leave it out. The other things, you know, try to incorporate as much as possible. But beets are similar to berries. They show some great results to control the inflammation in the, in the body. You can add beets to your diet as roasted beets or make beet juice. You can have it raw in a salad or a smoothie. It's an extremely healthy dose of some anti-inflammatory substances. So really, really good for you. Go beets. Exactly. And next up, we have almonds. Now, almonds are rich in the sources of monounsaturated fats as well as manganese and vitamin E. 
Plus, they also include plant protein and magnesium to better control the body against the attack of inflammation. Eating almonds daily will also reduce the risk of facing cardiovascular disease and also cancer. The next one is also a mainstay in our daily routine, and it's turmeric. Turmeric is one such spice that is earthly and has a strong flavor. You will find the beneficial use of turmeric in a lot of Indian dishes. And the reason why it has become so popular is due to the powerful source of its anti-inflammatory nutrient. Turmeric is also responsible for reducing the inflammation which is related to diabetes, arthritis, and also many different other health concerns. Yeah, and I really do attribute this, like consuming turmeric, as one of the main reasons why I've controlled the chronic pain in my knee. Yeah, you have firsthand felt these benefits. Yeah, once I found out about turmeric and and the anti-inflammatory benefits of this, like way back, like when did I blow out my knee? It was probably like... 10 or that was probably more than 10 probably, years Yeah, ago. it was more than 10 years ago. It was probably, if I had to guess, I would say 12 to 13. Yeah. So once I found out about turmeric, I started using it in like tofu scrambles, of course. A lot of people do that. Um, I also throw it in smoothies a lot. And sometimes I would sprinkle it on salads, you know, in salads, like a chickpea salad, I would throw it in there. Like I just pretty much would try to throw it in wherever I could. And I really do think that's one of the main reasons why I found relief because, you know, I eventually developed arthritis in my knee and, you know, that just added to, to the issues there. So definitely highly recommend turmeric. And then we have mushrooms. Not one of our favorites. (laughs) No, neither neither of us like mushrooms. But they are so healthy on so many different levels. And, of course, anti-inflammatory, you know, properties are no exception. So being rich with the quality of being antimicrobial, antiviral, and also, of course, anti-inflammatory, mushrooms have made themselves to be effective for improving inflammation and also the immunity level. Mushrooms are very powerful for the immune system. And I really wish that... They tasted better. (laughs) The texture was better. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. We just particularly don't like it. Most people do. We are the minority in that one. Yeah. So mushrooms are one thing that we're going to leave off the list when we're trying to control. At least me. You don't necessarily have an issue with inflammation, but I do. All right. Also, some additional diet tips to control chronic inflammation would be... Add whole grain starches, vegetables, and fresh whole fruits to your diet. You will find them all to be nutrient-dense and have many healthy vitamins and great minerals. Yeah, and try to limit your use of added sugars and refined starches. Added sugars include soda, brown and white sugar, energy drinks. These are all less nutrient-dense foods, and they help promote inflammatory symptoms, including weight gain. And if you eat a mostly whole food plant-based diet, you are making major steps to improve inflammation in the body. And also outside the food realm, keep yourself involved in daily and light exercises to stay active and healthy. That definitely has an impact like we mentioned before, on inflammation in your body. So stay active, get your body moving. Also, try to relieve your stress 
And we know that's difficult, but we've mentioned in a previous episode, you know, maybe doing some daily meditation, even if it's only five minutes long. I use the app Headspace on a daily basis, and I do 15-minute sessions every single day. You can take a little bit at a time if that helps you, or just go for a walk, get out of your head. Anything that you need to do that relieves stress, maybe even binge watch a little bit of Netflix, take time to do that. So that also, you know, your body has, you know, physical responses that impact inflammation. So again, move your body. Also, make sure you're taking care of your mental health as well. Yeah, everybody's got stress, especially this previous year has been stressful on all of us. Um, and people feel like they don't have time to exercise and take those times. But it can be as simple as 15 minutes. Yep. Take 15 minutes and just sit in the dark and reflect. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think the bottom line is to sum up the whole discussion. I know we went over a lot of information in this episode, but to sum up the whole discussion, it is concluded that you can control chronic inflammation with the help of regular exercises and a healthy diet routine. Reducing stress can also help you a bit to balance the chronic inflammation. And of course, get in touch with your doctor who will diagnose the inflammation through some blood tests. No doubt. Consult your physician. If this is something that you're really concerned with, if you're experiencing chronic pain or if you know that, you know, you have an injury that's just not healing and it's inflamed, it's red, it's, you know, it's like a long term issue, definitely go see your doctor. And then, you know, they'll do some blood tests and you can get diagnosed and get some direction there. But we're just giving you some ideas here of how I've personally tried to control it and how you can, you know, give it a go also. But definitely consult your doctor, though. No doubt. Yeah, we're not doctors. We are not doctors. (laughs) All right. A lot of information thrown at you. We hope that you found this useful. If you do give some of these tips a try, please let us know. Um, We'd love to know how you're getting along. And we will certainly keep you updated on my status as I'm trying to do the same thing as fight inflammation for my bum knee. So... Again, we would really like to know what benefits you're noticing as you make an effort to improve your health with food this month during our challenge. So slide in our DMs and on Instagram, send us or send us an email at hello at vegology.com. Keep us updated on your progress. We love to share the amazing things that you're doing and highlight them on the wrap up episode at the end of the month. It really does make us happy when we hear from everybody and we hear how they're doing. So keep it coming. Yep. And if you're a U.S. resident, just a reminder, complete the April challenge worksheet and send it to us by the end of the month and you will be entered into a prize drawing. Try to win the prize, folks. Yeah, we got some pretty cool shit. So you definitely want to get on board with us. Just the link to the worksheet is in the show notes. So go ahead and download that. And if you like this episode, please share it. Give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week, and we will chat with you in the next episode. Peace Peace and love. love.